David with the loud snap. I know. Today, I'm like, Lily is nowhere to be seen, so I can use force. <laughs> Look, with My this little piece. feather fan, I can't do that. So, you know what? <laughs> Pam! <laughs> I'm going to pull an Eve and break my... <laughs> I know, go break the fan. But hello, hello, and hello, and welcome to the Cup Tea. The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality, and where you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm your girl, Lana, your resident evil diva, and I'm here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I lost me some tea. Her. And if you have something you know what to do, hit me up. I am drinking a strawberry sun kiss. I don't know if it has caffeine in it. Probably does or not. I don't know. I just know I need some right now because your girl is tired. But you know what? I am here doing what I do. But if I was drinking anything else, I'd be drinking it out of my cup mug. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And guess what? We do have a panel full of cup mugs, panel full of cup mugs, beer, 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 But I guess it's easy to have that when it's just me and you, David. Pretty much. But that's fine. But you can get your cup mug, too. You can be like me and David and get your cup mug at longeesecreations.etsy.com, where we do ship internationally and domestically here in the U.S. So there are no excuses and i'm looking at you belgique belgium i'm looking at you get your cup merch period well i'm david healy and i don't have a cute intro but i do have a cute shirt i'm wearing my bob the drag queen shirt and you know what i can be seen wearing this shirt on tv i've been on tv wearing this shirt because i went to the filming of uh, one of the episodes of We're Here, season one, um, which Bob was one of the queens there, obviously, since she hosted the first three seasons of it. But yeah, there's like a, a brief shot where you can see me in the audience wearing this shirt. <laughs> um, but Look yeah. Claim the fame. I know. And a few people like over the years, I still like will occasionally get a message from somebody that knows me and they're like, Wait, were you in the audience on We're Here? And I'm like, yep. It was Branson, Missouri, if if you're curious about the episode. Um, but I am drinking some water. Wonderful. Mm. And we're here because Logan is on vacation. Y'all been saying Logan needs a vacation. Well, guess what? Logan took the vacation. And we're happy for him. Wait we're happy second. for them. What? Who's on vacation? Oh. You know who's on vacation. Logan, 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 Logan. Logan. <laughs> it's on vacation, and we're so happy for them. So I hope they are having the best time. And we go hold it down like we do when one of us takes vacations. Mm -hmm. One day, I'm going to take a real vacation, too. Not a I'm sick, so I can't podcast today kind of vacation, but a real I'm just going to go out of town vacation. Mm -hmm. Let's take a vacation together and <gasps> leave Logan, Logan the Keys alone. Period. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll make that happen. So, I mean, you get free flights, so you just tell me where I need to pay up to go. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, before we jump into this episode, subscribe to the channel. You see the foolishness and shenanigans that we got going on here. Subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to our Cup TV channel where we talk about things reality TV. Or subscribe to our Cup ESC channel where we talk about everything Eurovision Song Contest. And trust me, those two channels, just like this channel, are heating up with content. We have content coming at you all the time. So you might want to hit that notification bell as well so you never miss a recording because we have plenty of them. We're here all the time. We're doing stuff all the time. I don't think I ever leave this space. So we're here all the time. Um, Also, if you want to join our membership channel, what we like to call the Tea Room, it's the awesome exclusive content that is happening because we have a lot of exclusive things that we're doing behind the scenes and things that you will be interested in, some reactions to some things, some lip syncs, maybe some seasons of shows, maybe, you know, some things. So join our tea room, get to know who we are as a podcast and the panelists on this podcast. If you want to just give us a little monthly, a little donation every now and again, hit the super thanks. It's right down below us. Hit the super thanks and everything that you help us with will go back into making this content even bigger and better and greater for you guys because we want to entertain you. That's what we're here. We're going to give you informative information and entertainment. So (sighs) we did it. That's the thing we got. So now all that crap is out of the way. (laughs) Let's get to why we're really here. We need to talk about Drag Race Bill Sheet, episode four. What did you think about this episode, David? This was an interesting episode, and it sure got Twitter talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, we'll get into the whole... We've we've been wondering, who's going to break a rule? Who's mm-hmm. going to break a rule? Uh, well, I thought it wasn't that big of a deal, but I, I get why uh, Twitter's up in arms. Mm-hmm. Um, we will get into it. But overall, uh, this kind of challenge is not always my favorite, especially when I don't speak the language. Mm-hmm. But I was still entertained. What did mm-hmm. you think? I thought it was an interesting. Uh, I thought it was very interesting. The whole episode itself, I was um, very much trying. I was very intrigued. Like you said, who broke the rules? You know, why are we getting a warning and not disqualifications? What's happening? Like it was, it was interesting. But um, it would never be Team David, though. Not uh, my draft team. Could you imagine if they, oh my God, we'll talk about it. Oh my gosh. Oh, we'll get into it because, woo, you would have been so messed up. You quit. You two are out. (laughs) Right. You would have been donezo, son. Like, you're done here in this draft. I would have been like, well, David, that was the quickest downfall in history. (laughs) I thought it was me. I thought it was me going to be like that, but no, no, no. That's crazy. That would have been insane. But... We'll talk about it. Uh, um, so we come back into the workroom, and uh, we had said goodbye to um, what did we say goodbye to? It was Madame Yoko. Madame Yoko. Uh, yeah, well, I was very sorry because I was I, I tried to block that mm. horrible memory out of my head because I was very upset about that, and because it was undeserved, undeserved. But okay, whatever. <laughs> I won't go on the rant about that again. I already did that. Um, but Madam Yoko is gone. Um, 
people are sad. They're like some people are like she was my best friend here. And, oh no. It's interesting because I don't really know the dynamics of the like I don't know who's friends with who, so I just keep wondering. I'm like, wait, who's like you all are you and Gabbana and Yoko were friends because I never saw that. Never saw that. Like the only people I know is Lulu and Lavev, and that's because we've seen they're on Instagram together, right? But based on the show, they're not showing us the relationships very well. No, no, not not at all because I have no idea who's friends with whom like how close they are i think like they want to show everybody's cool with everybody but no it's always somebody who's closer to you than you know everybody else but but madame yoko's gone and uh, it's really not a lot they're just like okay bye they congratulate the winner and it was like okay let's get undressed <laughs> that was, that's literally it yep. um but they do come in and the next day, and they're like, Yoko, 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 Yoko. Yeah, I love how they have a different thing for whoever goes mm-hmm. each episode. Uh, well, so far, we've, we've only had two. So only had two. Watch them not do anything for more fame next week. That would be shady. <laughs> not you not spoiling it already, but... <laughs> But if they if you're watching us and you hadn't watched the episode, you should watch the episode first before you come to us. Anyway, but please come to us because we want to tell you. But uh yeah, they come in and do that thing and they're like, all right, wonder what this next challenge is gonna be. They congratulate the winner for this week again, and they're like, You you did it. Yay. Yay. And then this siren goes off. They're like, oh, oh my god. I'm, I'm like, when do we get to the point where we stop screaming over the, the siren? Yeah, never. <laughs> never? Okay. I mean, right. I can understand it because this is probably one of the biggest experiences of their lives so far. So I would be excited every time I heard it. And then yeah. if everybody else is screaming, I'd probably be screaming too. So <laughs> We got to play it up. Yeah. You got to play it up for the TV. Imagine if they just like, oh, okay. Rita's screaming. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. But they come and Rita comes on screen and gives her little cryptic message. And then they do read, read, read a beggar, read, read, read a beggar, read, read, read a beggar. I'm like, okay, cute. And Rita comes in and they stop. She's like, no, keep going. And they're like, oh, read, read, read a beggar, read, read, read a beggar. She's like, okay, that's enough. And so they stop. Rita gives them their mini challenge this week. They had a mini challenge this week. They had to go get themselves in drag because they had 15 minutes to get themselves in drag in a um, uh, dance. Cha-cha. Because you're going to do the cha-cha-cha. And everybody's like, how do you do the cha-cha-cha? How do you do? And so they look at their Gabbana like, show me how to do the cha-cha-cha. She was like, let me Google it and find out how to do it. I was like... I mean, Gabbana is from Spain. She is. Chacha's from Cuba. So. <laughs> She's like, I don't, I don't, just because I'm Latin does not mean I know how to do the cha-cha-cha. I have no idea what it is. So kind of like. But it does seem like it's like a less familiar dance in Belgium than it is here. Because, I mean, I think if they did the same thing, and they have done the same thing here, uh, most people Know the general concept. Right, of you the can cha-cha. Think it's like I want to cha 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 two step quick two step or whatever. 
you can figure. You, we'll, we'll guess. Look, I would have bust up with a cha cha slide. Ah, oh, cha cha was <laughs> But you know, that's because nah, I don't dance. But <laughs> they were like, they were very confused about what the cha cha was. But they got quick drag, 15 minutes, got ready, and it was a dance contest. And I was like, why? What are we doing this for? But I guess they, somebody needed to win, win, so they can be the one to give people their places for the maxi challenge or so, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't mind this challenge because I always think back to season eight with Bob the Drag Queen, where they first did this song as a mini challenge and they did a cha cha. And it seriously is one of my most memorable <laughs> mini challenges ever. And mainly because of Thorgy Thor when she was doing the cha cha and that insane face she was making. Um, but yeah, it, it was pretty evident that most of these didn't really have the idea of what the cha cha was. I did have two favorites. Did you have any favorites? No. Yeah. So I always like to write down who my favorites are before the winner gets announced because I want to see, like, ooh, did I pick the same one the judges picked? Mm -hmm. um, so I had two favorites, and like I usually do, I have one based on the skill of the dancing mm -hmm. and one based on humor. Okay. Uh, so I thought Alvilda actually did the cha-cha the best, uh, mm -hmm. her dance. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. So she would have been my winner if we were going that route. But just the bizarreness of what star was doing she was my other favorite mm -hmm. so uh yeah those those were my my two it was like one of those should win and one of them did win it was star yeah i i zoned out i'm gonna be honest doing this i was just like okay nobody knows how to actually cha cha so <laughs> not watching that but star was funny i do it was it was funny it was excuse me it was like but so star wins and i was like okay good for you Good for you, Star. Word. Give me that half a point for okay. my team. Word. <laughs> I need it this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Star wins. And so she gets to divvy out some um, government roles. And uh, they were going to do, it's going to be like drag government is what they call it. Mm -hmm. Drag laws or whatever. And they get to start gets to divvy out what role everybody's going to play, and then they will have to come up with a bill that they have to present. And if they do well, it will become law. If they don't, then they don't. But um, you have you to sixty seconds. You have sixty seconds to do it, and you have to make it precise. You have to make it funny, and you have to make it like in time. In the in the time frame, and um, so oh, that's what happens. Star divvies out the um, the different um, government roles. Do you have the roles and the people, David? I wish I did. I didn't write that down, but I did notice um, when Star was dividing them out, she definitely was being shady with how she was giving them out. She was not giving out things that were people's strengths. I remember she gave Lulu move. Um, she gave Chloe acceptance. Yes. She gave Alvilda shade. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember all the other she ones. She gave uh, Lulu Velvet. Um, that was a uh, move, movement, move. Oh, yeah. Um, she gave Lavev. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, no, she gave Morphe uh, sed 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 seductories. Oh, right. Seduces, whatever. 
uh, sultry or whatever it is. Um, fashion was fashion was Gabbana. That's right. And then what did Laveva have? And Star, what did Star have? Star had the um, social. Yeah, hers was the weirdest one. Social was... media, social something. I don't know. It was something. I still can't remember what Lavev's was, but I don't know what it was she ended up getting. Um, I don't remember what it was. It's bothering me. I don't either. I wrote notes on each of their performances, but I didn't write what they were doing. Oops. That's all right. We'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. But We, um, we move. Uh, we just move. like Lulu. <laughs> Absolutely, we do move. <laughs> so everybody get their parts. And they're writing their things, and they're Chloe is freaking out a little bit because Chloe is like, I don't speak French like that very well, and I get very nervous when I have to speak in French in front of people. And so she was a little antsy and nervous about it, and so was uh, uh, Lulu. Lulu was like, I'm a little. And Gabbana was kind of like, yeah, I understand because I don't, French isn't like my first language either. Mm. And I need, I don't, I don't. She's clearly it. more fluent. Um, it's interesting though, because like watching the show, since I don't speak French, I don't know about you. I haven't really noticed it being an issue with Chloe. Um, it's more that I hear about it being an issue, but I can't tell. Right. Um, so it's always interesting when when we hear things like this. Uh, but I did notice that people kind of paired up and they mm. kind of worked together in little duos, um, mm -hmm. except for Star. She was doing her own thing. Uh, but we had Lulu and Chloe. Uh, they were kind of talking things out together. Mm -hmm. And Lulu was trying to help out um, Chloe with the language barrier, mm -hmm. which I really appreciated too. And honestly, I think Chloe had one of the hardest challenges with acceptance. Yeah. How am I going to make acceptance funny? Like, that's okay. a serious topic. It's a serious topic. And you're like, how do I make that funny? It was hard. It was hard. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And then we see uh, Morphe and Gabbana are kind of working together too. And then Lavev and Alvilda are working together. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so everybody's getting their things, and so then they have to go to the stage to show it to Rita, give Rita a, like a quick run through, so they can get some notes and maybe get some help and try to change some things. And for the most part, people pretty much had what they were going to do. A little notes here to tweak some things here and there. Some people was a little bit more needed more help than others. Mm -hmm. Um uh Lulu move, she was a little like very serious. And Rita was like, I didn't laugh at all. <laughs> like I need to laugh. This needs to be more funny. And she was like, Oh, I'm I'm pretty I'm feeling very confident about my speech. I just need to make it you know, funnier and do more things. And then, so she's like, okay, I'm going to go work on it. So she's going to work on it. Um, Chloe comes up and um, Chloe's like, give Stars a speech. And then she's like, oh. Wait, it's... A lot of notes. <laughs> Hold on. It's, it's here. Got it. Wait, I gotta go back. 
It's better to have more, too many notes than too few notes, right? <laughs> oh, found it, found it, found it, found it. Okay. And then she continues with her speech. Mm. And, and Rita was like, oh, your time's up, girl. Like, you spent three hours looking through your notes trying to mm. find the one note that you, she's like, no, I'm going to consolidate it all on one page. But yep. I just, everything is everywhere. And it was, it was interesting. Yeah. That was the problem. Rita had some good advice for her. She's like, just write down like some words that will help you like remember to get back on this specific part of it. So I think that's a good idea. Just put on some buzzwords. So I, I bullet points. Yeah, I'm not sure if Chloe did that, but um, she probably did. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but the rehearsals anyway. Any more rehearsal yeah. things that. The so the only other person that I really noticed struggling in rehearsal, and it's funny, I wrote them down. I'm like, okay, the ones that Rita seems the most concerned about are Lulu, Chloe, and Morphe. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting indeed. Yeah. But uh, they go back to the workroom after that, and they're having some talks about... Is is this this was a I don't want to say it wasn't like a sad but not a I don't know how to put this moment I don't know how I would judge this moment What do you think about this You know I I think that it's good to have like variations of of seriousness in these yeah. conversations and this kind of is like a serious topic So they basically talked about. Uh, the difficulties of dating um, mm. when you're a drag queen and like, yeah. when to tell somebody that you're um, a drag queen. Like basically some of them were like, yeah, I have to come out <laughs> to somebody I'm dating <laughs> as a drag queen at some point. That's and, so crazy. Yeah, I get it. And it's because there's like this ingrained, um, there's a little bit of an ingrained um, anti like uh feminine type of thing in the gay community so a lot of people are like oh i want masculine partners i want to date somebody masculine um so then when you see somebody as a drag queen it's like oh that's femme that's that's too femme so i get it and if i'm being honest with myself when i first started uh dating uh this was back in 2012 um the idea of dating a drag queen was not something that i was super into um actually one of the first people i kind of started talking with um they did drag and it wasn't too big of an issue for me but i was like can i see like being in a relationship with them uh so i think it really just comes with like growing and feeling confident like comfortable in your own masculinity or fem femininity or wherever you are on that spectrum because really what your partner does um whether they're a drag queen or not that really doesn't affect you like it, it just matters how you feel about them as a person. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of glad they brought this up. I don't think it gets talked about enough on Drag Race, especially because once you are an established drag queen, a lot of that stigma goes away because you have the opposite thing where people are like, oh, I want to date this person because they're famous. They were right. on Drag Race. They right. become race chasers as the, <laughs> as the saying goes. Um, like it's an attractive thing to a lot of people. Um oh, no. But yeah, you have any specific thoughts on it? I do. I'm very, like, I never knew that was a thing. I did not know. Like, this is my ignorance. Showing. I had no idea that was a thing that people would be turned off from dating a drag queen. Um, 
and that that was a thing. I just didn't know. I was very like blown away by the conversation. I was like, wow, that's a thing. Huh? Something else that they got going against them, even in their own community is like, people are like, ah, no, (laughs) I don't want, I don't want to, because you do something that you're passionate about or something that you love to do, somebody doesn't accept it. It's like, wow. Um, It makes me side out of the the, the community for a second. Like I'm side out of y'all a little bit. Cause I'm like, y'all talk about acceptance and want to accept everybody or accept you want people to accept you, but you don't want to accept somebody because they address. Interesting. I'm sorry about you a little bit, but I'm I'm still an ally, and I'm gonna say do better. Because in any community, we all need to do better about that. Because we do that to each other in every community. But I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. It's so, it's just misogyny, is what it is. Like if you want to put a tape a label on it disliking uh, like dating somebody because they're a drag queen it comes down to misogyny they're too much like a woman wow so okay question david i'm putting you on the hot seat you said you said in tw- before you wouldn't mm-hmm. you thought about it and it wasn't something now that you've grown and matured more would you be open to dating a drag queen well, absolutely um yeah like that that's not an issue for me at all in fact uh the last boyfriend i did have like I remember him getting dragged up and like he, he was actually interested in it. He had never gotten in drag mm-hmm. and I had an old roommate who does drag. And so I was like, Hey, will you come put my boyfriend in drag? And so he did. And he looked great. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. uh, that boyfriend was also like questioning, like, could I be trans? Oh. Um, and so uh, we had that conversation. I would have supported him through that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad I grew and I hope, more people in the gay community can grow as well. Absolutely. Uh, There was another topic that came Mm -hmm. up too, which is a little bit more serious actually. Uh Um, So Morphe brought up like being in drag and being out and performing. And then uh, sometimes uh, she'll be performing and then people just think that they can touch her or grope her. Um, Mm. And, uh, then everybody's like, yeah, that, that doesn't just happen with men. <laughs> Women do that too. Um, yeah. And I thought this was very interesting. I alluded to this in one of our other podcasts recently yeah. because we just watched Drag Den where it was like a celebration of women and like how they're the back backbone of the uh, drag scene and they like help them out economically. But there is kind of this shadow side and it does not just apply to women. But yeah, I've, I've noticed this personally when I first came out, not even like being in drag, just walking around a gay club, I would notice there were several times that somebody would like grab my butt and I would turn around and I would say 75% of the time it would be a woman. Uh, So you wouldn't expect that. I think that there's just this comfortability that comes with women, like especially straight women being in a queer space where maybe they have gay friends that they have, um, those open boundaries with, which is great, but you can't assume that everybody's okay with being touched like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And even the Queens were like, people would be like, it's okay. I'm a woman. And they're like, that makes it worse, which I don't know that it makes it worse, but it's still, it's still unacceptable either. Way. I think it makes it worse. I definitely no. think it makes it worse. And here's why I say it makes it worse because women should know better. Women should know better. We know what it's like to go out in the street and be groped or, man handled by some man 
and you don't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. And to go and do that, see that, that, yeah, women, you know better than that. You should know better than that because if the roles were reversed and there was this man just grabbing your butt and you de- didn't want him to grab your butt, you want to scream sexual harassment, you want to scream all kind of stuff, this man is misogynist, da, 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 da. but you turn around and do that to a queen because you think, oh, they're a performer, they expect you to do that. No, they are people, they are human, and they don't always want to be touched and grabbed and groped and like that. And and you don't, women, y'all should know better. And so, yeah, it's worse. I find I would agree with that. That would be 10 times worse. I know I personally, like, I would never do that. But, and I think a lot of women, like like you said, when they go into queer spaces, straight women, queer women, we have this thing, women with other women, <laughs> where we feel like, oh, that's my girlfriend. We, you know, we those lines are blurred with our girlfriends. And then when you get comfortable with people or too comfortable, some people get way too comfortable, way too fast, like instantly. And you'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, ma'am. No, 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 don't, don't do that. But... We, I think a lot of women see drag queens as, these are my girlfriends, these are my girls. And I grab my girls, I, you know, I touch my girls, da 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 That ain't cool. <laughs> that is not cool. And everybody has boundaries and people need to learn boundaries, period. Don't just exactly. go grabbing people. Don't just go touching people. Uh, black women always say, don't, don't, don't come touch my hair. Like, you mm-hmm. just can't come do Boundaries, people. We all have boundaries. These queens have boundaries. They performing for you for entertainment, not for you to sub uh, objectify them and grab them and grope them. Even if you think, oh, that's a fake breastplate. It does not matter. It's their breastplate. <laughs> Don't right. do it. Don't do it. Just have some decorum. Have some cooth. Have some tact, ladies. Don't get ugh. One thing I hate is belligerent women going into clubs acting like stupid, stupid, stupid girls, because then when stupid stuff happened to them, they want to blame, oh, I just drank too much. I was having too much fun. Well, stop doing that. Because when stupid stuff happened to you, then you want to blame people. But you out there just letting it all hang out and being wild and reckless. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me get out of my soapbox. See, why y'all always be trying to put me on my soapbox? I'm trying to come down. Come down. Well, but do better women. I agree. <laughs> And I do want to say something else, like, because this has been brought up a, a couple times on on these drag shows where just the boundaries that that um, patrons of gay clubs just don't have. Mm-hmm. But what I'm waiting for them to bring up sometime, and maybe they won't, maybe they won't. But that goes both ways, because mm-hmm. to be honest, I have seen many a time a drag queen feel like they can touch Anybody who's in the audience, somebody mm-hmm. who's tipping them, somebody they invite up on the stage. They, I've seen hands go down pants. I've seen crotches grabs. I've seen drag queens sit on faces. Mm. Um, so that is something I would not like to be a part of as a viewer. In fact, I, I honestly still, like if I go out, I get a little bit nervous when I am giving tips because I don't know how the drag queen is going to interact with me. And if they're going to do something that I'm uncomfortable with, because it has happened. Mm-hmm. So it does go both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think boundaries should be respected uh, no matter if you're on the stage or if you're the person tipping. And 
if you don't know the boundaries, then just assume that the boundaries are very tight right. and you shouldn't do anything that crosses a line. Absolutely. Consent is key, people. Ask ask first. Like performers, if you go bring somebody on stage, ask them if they're comfortable with being touched, blah, blah, blah. Or if they even want to come on stage, mm-hmm. you know, ask, ask. <sighs> but yeah, that's that. We, um, Get all that conversation happening, and then um, it's here. We're here. We are here. And uh, oh no, that is not the one. <laughs> that is not the one. There we go. And that's I don't even like that one. But... <laughs> No. no. Well, you know what? That'll be that'll be that'll have to be it for right now because <laughs> I just don't like it though. Mm-hmm. But I'll we'll okay. we're very close to each other. We can just imagine Logan is down here. I'm 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 you know I'm fixing it right because you know. <laughs> Let's go bother me too. It is. Well, let me talk about these looks while you fix yes. it. Um, so I I like this from, from Rita. Oh, there you go. I like this from Rita, but it's kind of like disjointed for me because I really like the pink, like petally fabric mm-hmm. there. I don't really like the blue fabric. So yeah. I kind of wish it was all that pink. Like if it was all that pink, I'd be like, okay, come on, Rita. Right. Um, it just looks weird. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think- like that. I'm, I don't think I like the the blue, but I like the pink. I like the hair, but I don't like the blue. And what you think about Leo? <laughs> I like. I just like that she's going for it. Like this is not particularly a look I love, but I love mm-hmm. the wig, and I just like that she's going extreme, mm-hmm. and uh, she she's really dragging up her own looks um we've seen it progress a bit so far this season last week's look though especially that wig uh i don't think she's gonna touch that yeah then we have musty and uh gustav is here mm-hmm. both eurovision contestants gustav last season and musty going to be this season going yeah to so Congrats there. And apparently Leo didn't even know about it yet. Right. He didn't even know when Boosty was gonna be in there. He's like, what? Like Gustav is passing the torch. Great. Hold on. Am I crazy? Or is this the second guest judge we've had with like kind of like rabbit ear things? Yeah. At first I thought it was the same one, but I was like, no, this is a totally different person. Right. Yep. These I guess in this moment if that they were filming this, these hats were the style. I guess so. These hats were it, but yeah, we did have a same person with yeah. that same kind of hat. But we're gonna start with the drag government. I love the gavel background. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I have to try to keep up with Logan and his amazing, amazing backgrounds. But I don't know if these pictures are going to be great, but we'll see. So here we are. I made sure we got we can see everybody. So, what do you want to talk about, David? <laughs> um, well, I'm down to talk about them in order. Um, I wrote a little bit of notes on everybody, um, okay. how they did. So, the first person up was Gabbana. Um, 
I thought she was very funny. And I, I have a ranking for each of them, too. So I sh should I wait and give my ranking or give my ranking as we talk about it? Maybe you're ranking it at the top of that, I guess. Okay. Well, I'll just say it. I think Gabbana was my number one. <laughs> um, okay. It was pretty close between my top two, though. But I thought she came out. She was very funny. She had something that stood out and left an impression in me. And that's mm -hmm. why she was my number one. The way she kept saying, illegal. Yes. <laughs> she said it in French. But that, like, she would say that, like, every few sentences. Mm -hmm. And that really stood out to me. So I thought, I thought that was a good way to get um, her point across. So I thought she did very well. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, me too. I thought I thought she was my favorite too. I was like, she is somebody who I remember the most. I remember what she was talking about. I remember the shade, the distance that she kind of threw at Star. At Star. Kind of threw it, uh, um, Star had a lot of strays, didn't she? Star got strays. Like, bam, bam. I was like, ooh, Star Duck girl. Uh, but some people, other people got some strays too. But yeah, I thought Gabbana, the way she handled it, being the first one out the gate, I thought she did it really well. Mm -hmm. And then second was Alvilda, mm -hmm. who was my second in the rankings. So uh, I guess it's just going all downhill from here. Uh, but I thought she came out um, with attitude and confidence. And I don't think we've seen like that kind of side to her yet. She, like she came out looking like she was ready to embrace the shade. So mm -hmm. I really like that. Um, what I will say is that she talked very fast like it mm -hmm. felt very rushed she knew she had a minute so she was going to get out all of her points so it was hard for me to kind of take it all in i think that's what kind of gave gabbana the edge was that i was able to actually like breathe it all in a little bit better mm -hmm. but i i thought she was she was very good i like the the whole shady but friendly aspect and once again poor star <laughs> i am trying to think i think she was my third favorite yeah i think she was probably my third because i did have someone i think did a little bit better and more precise to me but i thought she was, she did really well though she gave her points i knew where her points were um i knew what she was talking about the like the shady but friendly kind of comments like you don't have to be mean to do shade and i appreciated that and i thought she did a good job and then her coming out with the umbrella i was like yes for like yes i'm shady i'm gonna always be shady and i'm gonna sit here and still be shady i love that she 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 leaned into it she owned it i liked it I really she had the best look she did she looked great mm -hmm. i was like you ain't fashion because you look fashion <laughs> okay uh well next up was chloe mm -hmm. who i would probably say had the second best look i really like how she looked in this mm -hmm. um i already said it i think she had the hardest topic to work with acceptance like that's very hard to make funny as far as rankings go if i'm being honest it's pretty hard for me she was fifth or sixth mm -hmm. i think yeah. i probably would have had her sixth i'm glad she wasn't because i want her to have a break and not have to lip sync again um but um yeah it seemed like she more than most of them was relying on her notes it was a lot of looking down which that's understandable she doesn't speak french it's not her first language or her second language to be honest um but um yeah i thought she did as well as she could with mm -hmm. a topic that wasn't funny there was a, a time right near the end that she got a little flustered mm -hmm. um overall it still wasn't bad though right i agree i agree i think she was probably in the fifth sixth range too um but she looked great <laughs> 
she looked great, but she just kind of got, like I said, got flustered and kind of got a little, her notes got away from her, which happens, but yeah, that was all right. Okay. Next up was Lavev. Um, Lavev was my third, so I'm guessing, I'm guessing she was probably your second. My okay. second yeah. yeah. Like they definitely could have done a top three because I thought Lavev did really well. Absolutely. Um, so what I liked about her is she came out and she was just a very specific character. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where Lavev thrives is when yeah. she's um, showing off a specific character because she's good at acting. Um, she had a very strong presence throughout. Um, I don't remember her topic still, but I do remember her hashtag free Susan. Uh, Susan was a, uh, one of the contestants last season. So I was, I didn't, I didn't quite understand it all, but she, she kept me entertained. She kept my attention. Yeah. She was my second favorite because she just made me laugh. I just laughed. And she was, like you said, very precise, very concise, gave me a hashtag to, to go with. And I thought she was good. I, I, I liked her energy. I liked how controlled she felt. Like it didn't seem like she was, you know, ever any, like she wasn't, feverish or like uh, losing control because the time was running out. She was very in control of the time. She knew exactly what she needed to say, how much time it would take her to say it. She was very in control. And I, I appreciated that because her calmness made me calm watching it. So I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. um, next up was Morphe. Um, so I actually thought I was going to like Morphe when she first started because she was another one that seemed to have a very specific character and it wasn't what I always get from her. So I appreciated that. But what I noticed was she would just go on about something and would be kind of meandering. Mm -hmm. And then she would have to stop and like bring herself back on topic. And every time she did that, she was just wasting time. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt like so unorganized. Um, and then she was the only one who didn't get to present her topic so she had to be last for me she was she was number seven and absolutely. pretty clearly absolutely you don't present the bill that was the whole purpose is to present the bill and they were like we don't know what your bill is because you were going on and on about something else and then stopped and never made it back to the point so she was the only person that didn't ever present the bill and so i was like yeah she gotta be last it, it's a no-brainer with this one mm-hmm um, and then next was star star was right in the middle for me. Mm -hmm. They could have sent her in the back by herself. Um, I thought she was fine. Uh, she, she was somebody who was also kind of like, uh, she presented her bill well, mm -hmm. but it just felt a little over rehearsed. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like you could tell, like she had just planned out every single line, mm -hmm. um, which is, I guess, better than being under rehearsed. Mm -hmm. Um, but it it felt like she was having a hard time, like really getting to the point. Mm -hmm. She didn't flop though. She still she still eventually told the bill. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought she was fine, perfectly safe. Mm -hmm. Agree. I mean, you said it all. I have no need to repeat what you just said. <laughs> um, and then last we had Lulu. Um, so Lulu, she felt like she so she was she was another one that was five or six for me. I mm -hmm. think. I think I might have put her at five, um, but she had a very long intro, um, so it took her a while to get anywhere, and she lost her place. She was another one looking down a lot, but what I liked about her that might have given her the edge over Chloe for me is that she 
she was another one that had a very specific character and I liked her character. Um, so yeah, I, she was almost there for me. Right. I I get it. I felt like I got her character and she was like, I am the minister of move. And I just, and she just was moving a lot because that's what she's supposed to do. And she wants you to move. And if I'm a move, you go move. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was good, but I felt like it was also distracting at the same time. Cause it was like, yeah, I understand why you're doing it, but stop moving. Like it was, it was, it was, and I felt like all the moving made her lose her place. And so I kind of, yeah, I think I, I, I will put her above Chloe for the character reason, but not by much, mm-hmm. <laughs> but <sighs> that was that. Um, yeah, we'll move because the runway is one night of a thousand and one Bill G. Eurovision performances. Not a thousand like mm-hmm. we've been doing. It was not a night of a thousand Bill, uh, Eurovision performance, but it was a night of a thousand and one. And I was like, that's weird, but okay, I'm going to work with it. I think I missed the other 994. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I missed a few of them, but I like you look. Like the background, David. Uh, yes, it's beautiful. It's very musical. I feel like I'm at Eurovision. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. I felt that. Up first, I know this is not in order, but I don't think it's in order this time. But up first in my list is Gabbana. So far, it's in order. Okay. <laughs> we'll see if it stays that way. The order is the same way uh, we talked about them in uh, the, the challenge. Oh, well, maybe. Um, Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Yeah. I'm glad you have the pictures there for reference because I I don't watch Eurovision, so I don't know any of these looks. Uh, But I really like this. I think this was one of my favorites. Um, She looks very sleek. I love this wig. I I feel like I'm the only one on the panel who does not mind a structured wig. Like structured wigs. I think they look good. So um, structured wigs. Okay. I never did. It's always Eve. Mm-hmm. Well, and Logan. And Logan too. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am already seeing a transformation with her makeup. I think it's getting better each week. Uh, this is my favorite. Her makeup has been so far. Um, but yeah, the outfit looks looks stunning as well. I I like it when they take a look, the original, and they drag it up, and she yes. absolutely did that. So very uh, good. This was one of my favorites. I I had some pretty high scores. And then some pretty mediocre scores. But this was definitely the high score for me. She looks so stunning and sleek and pretty. And, like, you could see the uh, the um, stones on the reference outfit. You see that she has little stones mm. in there. But she just took it to another level of stones. And she gave us stones all around the outfit. She gave us stones in the hair. She gave us stones on the earrings. She gave us stones on the eyebrows. It's just... Oh, I thought Gabbana hit this one out of the park. She she, ate, she ate one down on this one. Mm-hmm. Like let that sink in. Period. So good scores. I gave her an eighty-four. <laughs> I gave her the fullest of the fullest cups. Ooh, okay. Good. I thought that was sickening. Good. And she is not the only one that's going to get full cups. So I'm going okay. to put that out there now. I'm betting that the first three are going to probably have our highest scores. 
Bam! Miss Alvidia. Oh, yes. I'll feel the earth move. I definitely feel the earth earth move with this one. Uh, this was my favorite. Yeah, I thought this was so high fashion. And she's another one that took the original and dragged it up so much. Like, this hat is insane. Uh, my old roommate, he he's obsessed with hats like this. So I need to send him this because he will freak out. He'll be like, oh, my gosh. He, he even made his own hat like that because he did drag. Um, but, yeah, I just think she looks stunning. Like, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. <laughs> I can't get enough of this. I can't. It's so stunning. And to know that she took this look from the judge, Gustav, who mm. just happened to be there. She didn't know he was going to be there when she created this look. But she did his look and dragged it up and... Man, did she ever drag it up. This is stunning. When she walked up, I was like, whoa. Like, you you know me, David. I live for a hat moment. Mm -hmm. Baby, this is a hat moment. Oh, oh, scores. I gave this a 92. (laughs) Full upon full. Because... You can't. You cannot. Oh, you look. Oh, I'll feel the. I'll feel the earth move when <laughs> this hat came out. I felt it. But huh, up next, yes, okay. this is where we got out of order, huh? Right. Yes, I was about to say this was not in my top three, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, I think actually this is my number four um of the night so i i do i do like this i my favorite part is that gold sleeve i really love that gold sleeve i don't maybe this is a belgium thing because this is uh star had a sleeve like that in her promo look um but i thought it was really good um i like the wig on here i thought that was cute um it's not something we see a lot um and I like that she she switched things up she used a different fabric than the original look um i thought since it's just like honestly oh, just a lot of fabric, it works better than it should. It's not amazing, but I still liked it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a solid look. There's nothing offensive about it that makes me go, oh, no. But it's nothing that makes me go, oh, I feel the earth move. Mm-mm. It's just good. It's fine. Um, I'm the wig is fine. Her makeup is good. The uh, dress is pretty and flowy. I love the color, but yeah, it's fine. It's, it's perfectly fine. Scores. 78. I gave it a 79. Okay. We're there. We're here. <laughs> oh, we're back in order. <laughs> so this was the other one that was in my top three looks of the night. Um, I, I thought it was interesting that Rita brought up the nude illusion because that's something that I complained about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say when she came out, like when it was not close up, I couldn't tell it was a nude illusion. So it works well from afar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, close up, you can see it there. So yeah, it's not my favorite thing. Um, but I'm I'm sure she's going to switch it up, especially after Rita gave her that feedback. But mm-hmm. yeah, I thought this was a very good like pop star look. Yes. Um, and now I it's interesting because in my notes, like I, I don't think I fully paid attention to what the original looks like. Um, so I thought this might have been a more in the box look for Chloe. 
uh, because we've seen some really crazy. She's she's had a lot of my highest scores so far this season, mm -hmm. but now that I see she really did switch it up, so mm -hmm. I appreciate it even more now looking at that. And I thought it was a really pretty purple Absolutely. on her too. Um, and I know I know you love this purple, Absolutely. so I thought it was a very very solid job for Chloe. Absolutely, it was a very good look. This was a good night. This 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 runway was for Chloe. She did really mm -hmm. good. The wig is everything um her makeup always stunning like she's not gonna go wrong with a mug she's mm -hmm. not gonna go wrong with her hair her outfits are always on point i really really love this yeah the nude illusion part was a little taken maybe take back once we got close but i agree with you up far away could never tell but when it was up close it was like oh yes yeah, it's kind of bunching and i see it so <sighs> this is stunning though she looks stunning and i was very happy for her Mm -hmm. Scores. I gave her an eighty-three. I gave her ninety-four. What? That's just stunning. Lou Lavev. Now we didn't get the second reveal look. I didn't. I didn't have the second. Mm -hmm. reveal. I probably could have went and looked for it, but I just didn't have time. But we, it's the blue dress that's like the other the ladies in the reference dress. So. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah okay it makes sense now because I I didn't even realize that she was doing the two different looks like duh I should have known that now uh I'm so glad she had that second look though because when she came out in this pantsuit I was like seriously this is it because I did not like this pantsuit at all um so yeah she she did the reveal I think she did the top first and then the bottom mm -hmm. so I thought it looked much better that way um still not one of my favorites. Yeah, this was probably my second least favorite, but it wasn't terrible. It was just kind of, it didn't do a lot for me. Yeah, it was all right. It was the 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 white pantsuit when she came and I was like, I hope something's underneath that because it makes her look really boxy and at the hip area was she she's not. <laughs> and so I was like, it's just making her look really square pants-ish. And I, I don't really like that for her. So when she took it off, I was like, oh, okay, whew, it's a dress underneath it. Mm -hmm. And the dress was pretty, but I, I agree with you. I wasn't a fan of the white pants, but when I saw the reference picture, I was like, makes sense. Understood what she was doing. Like the concept of doing a duet by yourself. It was kind of cute, but mm -hmm. not my favorite. Um, look in the beginning, but it ended well. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give her a 69. Nice. And I gave her a 70. Okay. Look at us one up in each other. <laughs> All right. Up next is Morphe. Morphe. Um, so I like the fabric. I like this like sparkly black. Mm -hmm. um we have seen her do a lot of black looks and part of that's not her fault when she had um in episode two she had to make a look out of black mm -hmm. um but i did think it was just kind of a simple dress um other than the hit hips kind of jetting out mm -hmm. there wasn't much that like really intrigued me with the dress itself um the makeup's interesting mm -hmm. especially with the spots mm -hmm. um i've noticed her makeup like the further it goes along in the episode, like it starts off okay, but it like just seems like it's melting. So I don't know if she's putting too much on. It looks fine in these photos, but mm -hmm. by the end of the episode, um, or by the end of her time in the episode, yeah. 
Oh, it looked like it was just kind of melting a little bit. And the wig is is a choice as well. That's a choice. The bad choice. Not feeling the wig. It's very frizzy and flat. And ugh, I'm not a fan of the wig. Um, I don't mind the dress and seeing the uh, inspiration that she went with. I don't mind the dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Her makeup is interesting. It's a choice. She was probably my least favorite look of the night. She was a spider, right? That's what she was going for? That is, honestly. Scores, <laughs> okay. David. I'll give her a 60. I gave her 69. Nice. Then a star. Uh, yeah, I th- I thought this was this was cute. This was a especially as she delivered it. Um, that's what I'll say is the look itself was fine. Um, it looks like she stayed pretty true to the original, but she really sold it with her performance on the runway. She did reveals, so she did more than they asked for there. Um, and I appreciate that. But yeah, as far as a look goes, like it's it's fine. What is there to say about it? I think I liked her reveal look way better than I liked her entrance mm-hmm. look, like the, the first look. Um, when she took that wig off and she had this long, like, it's almost dreads, almost. This is um, this is stripped era Christina Aguilera. <laughs> right. It's almost. And I liked the second look. I was like, okay, star, I see you, mama. I see you, mama. Work. Mm-hmm. I think that it was very cute. This The first look, it looks very much like the outfit that the person she referenced. But I was like, she was like, but I'm going to give you a little extra. I'm going to give you some more star. And I like that. I like that for, you know, from her. And I think she looks great in her second look. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave her a 74. I gave her a 73. <laughs> nice. We're pretty close. We are pretty close on that. See, but my we're always close in kind of the middle ones, but then the highers and lowers, you all are more extreme than me usually. Like your highs are higher. Absolutely. Uh, your lows are also lower usually. Absolutely. If I, if I don't like it, it's, it's going low. Yes. And if I like it, then, you know, yeah. So, we get to the runway, we start to get some results, and uh, we find that our top two of the week are Kabana and Alvilda. And I'm like, yeah. But before, I don't even know how I forgot this part. I don't know. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm going to take this off because we talk about the top two because we need to talk about what happened mm-hmm. before results actually happened. I, I, I skipped ahead. But before results actually happened, we had Rita say, come out and say, some of you, two of you have been caught. And breaking the rules. Breaking the rules. And we, you took advantage of the judge's absence and um we caught you star gabbana <laughs> we got you <laughs> we got you all 
Star yeah. looks so guilty. She looks like, like a, a reindeer in, in headlights. So. Like, and Gabbana like, mm, I'm just looking. <laughs> I'm looking. So you, they were looking at the notes on the judging table. And they were going through and they got caught. They got caught. <laughs> they sure did. Oh. Red handed. And I was like, oh, what are they going to do? But they just gave them a warning. Mm -hmm. And they said, if you, anybody gets caught cheating again, that's it. This is your mm -hmm. warning. And I was like, whew, David, you better be lucky. I know. I was like, they could have wiped you out. <laughs> they sure could have. Uh, but, like, at first when I heard this, I was like, how is that cheating? Just reading the notes? What advantage do you get from that? Mm -hmm. But then I did see some good points on, like, Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, and so some people were like, if you know where you're going to rank based on the notes, mm -hmm. uh, then that, that gives you more knowledge to like prepare for a lip sync if you're going to have to do that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe go harder with making your look look better, which they should be doing that anyways. Right. But I see how it could be an advantage. I don't think it's much of an advantage. Um, but also, why are y'all leaving your notes out? Like that's that's like me leaving a cheeseburger out when uh i'm visiting my mom's house and i know she's got a big dog right and me just putting it on the couch and walking away what do i think's gonna happen not to compare them to dogs but not um, anything but it's like if you leave something out that you don't want people to see temptation everybody's gonna look like don't leave something out if you don't want people to see it or touch it or do anything you put it up you hide it why why the judges notes just sitting around the table? It felt like a setup to me. I'm gonna be honest. It felt mm -hmm. like a setup. Like they were trying to see if anybody's gonna look at these notes that we leave out. But damn. And I've heard I've heard that other people looked at the notes too. They just waited until after the judges gave critiques to look at the notes. <sighs> well, <laughs> okay. Well work. <laughs> but they got caught. And they got their warning. Then Star and um, who Star was safe, and she was safe with uh, uh, Levev. Yeah, Levev and Star. Which I, I mean, sure, I get it. They want to have two people in Untucked. I think Levev easily could have been in the top. Mm -hmm. But they were there, and they were safe. And then our top two again: Gabbana and Alvilda deserved deserved. For sure, for sure. And, um, but then our bottom three was, uh, oh, bottom two, rather, I'm sorry, two. Lula Velvet and Morphe. Yeah. And Chloe was the low safe. Yes. Which I was happy about because I, I love Chloe. And Lana, you need a reprieve. <sighs> You're holding on by a Chloe and a prayer in this draft right now. Oh, That's all I got. All of my eggs. Fall into Chloe's basket. So I'm like, oh, you got it, girl. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Lulu and, and the critiques is what I want to talk about also because, especially Morphe's critiques, because Morphe did not like her critiques. And she was, they told Morphe that they feel like she's doing more of the same. They wanted to see more. And Moosey was like, you need you need to surprise us. We feel like you're just 
keep doing what we've seen and I don't feel like it's changing or anything. And Morphe was like, Morphe is an ever-changing process for me. Like Morphe is someone who is always, you know, like evolving. It's never the same, you know, person or perspective. It's always an ever-evolving perspective. And they were like, well, you need to like, evolve into something we like because girl we like she was just like you can see in her face as they were talking to her how she was just like "Mm -mm. Mm -mm." but didn't she also say that she's she's staying true to like her specific character and that's not going to change for the judges right which it was a kind of a contradiction to it (laughs) it's like wait so are you evolving or are you refusing to evolve Right, she's like she's like I'm ever uh, I'm always evolving, but I won't change who I am. And I'm like, what does that even mean? So yeah, it was very much of a contradiction back and forth. But I don't know. We go to the bet, and Morphe is over it. She's had it. She's like, they want me to be something I'm not, and if I if they can't. If this is how it's supposed to be for me, I need to get out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, she serious? <laughs> and she was like, I just need to go. If this is not, if this, the character that I bring is not accepted or wanted by this jury of people, then why am I here? And I was like, girl, I get it. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get that too. Like, this is something I see a lot on Drag Race where people come in with a very specific point of view with their drag, and then it's usually Michelle that's like, change this. Change this very specific thing to your identity. And it gets annoying. But I did not, I didn't get the impression that they want Morphe to change who her character is. Mm -hmm. I think they just want to see a better, like, more finished and polished version of it. And she's been lacking in that area. So, like, I I like Morphe, the character, and I was very excited about her based on her Instagram. Um, I don't think it's translated to the show as well. Um, she does seem like an oddity in, like, even being cast, like, just knowing her aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But I do want to see, like, more polish. Um, but I got the impression, based on this episode, that... I don't want to say it's her youth because we've seen we've seen queens younger than her mm-hmm. win. We've seen a 19-year-old win drag race. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just felt like there was a lack of maturity in taking criticism. Absolutely. Oh, she couldn't handle it. Like she can't handle she couldn't handle being safe last week. Like she was upset she was safe. And I was like, you mad at safe? You could have been at the bottom, but you mad at safe. And this time when they do tell you critiques that you said you wanted to hear because they weren't praising you, you didn't want to hear it. So I was like, which one is it, girl? You want to hear the critiques or you don't? Or you only want to hear critiques when they're favorable for you? Well, you have to do something that makes it favorable because this look wasn't good. This look was very much on the low end of the compared to the girl, other girls you're standing next to, that look wasn't it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what she expected, but I do believe her youth and her lack of maturity in that moment was 
very evident. She only wanted critiques when it was when they're positive for her. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, then she's like pouting and she's upset. And then now she decides she wants to leave. And so she comes on stage after Untucked. And Rita's like, I hear you have something to say to us, Morphe. And she says, I don't feel like I need to be here. And I'm going to leave. And so Rita's like, we just want to make sure this is what you want. She's like, yep, that's what I want. And so um, Morphe eliminated herself. Mm-hmm. She she did what Miss Jade so claimed she did. <laughs> I eliminate myself. <laughs> um, I guess I respect it. Like if, if she doesn't feel like she's cut out for it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, honestly, I probably would have a hard time getting critiques not that like i would be upset that i'm getting critiques i would just internalize them and like really like be like wow i'm awful it wouldn't be like wow oh i don't gosh. deserve that <laughs> i'm a trash that would be me i would be i would be so insecure after hearing critiques i'd be like no why am i so bad <laughs> but um she's got her fan base uh from what i've learned recently she's one of the most popular queens on this cast she consistently gets a ton of likes compared to other queens so maybe 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 we just don't get it <laughs> maybe it's just a gen z thing and we're a little bit too too old or too old. I, don't know. I, mean, I, I look i'll be happy to be too old and i can't win it but she eliminates herself and Alvilda is the winner this week. Congrats. Two, two highs killed. and two wins. Like she's killing it. She's killing the game right now. And she, this, her, her draft points are so much higher than anybody else's because yeah. everybody else has been in the bottom at some point. She yeah. hasn't even been safe. Yeah, she Her win was very much deserved. And uh yeah, she was. She's killing the game for everybody. And I am I, I, I was here for it because I thought she mm-hmm. ate it up. She yep. ate it up. But speaking of draft points, David. Ooh, should we talk about the lip sync first? Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, because I forgot it happened. A lip sync did happen, but Lulu Velvet was asked if she would mind just lip syncing something because it's a great song, they said. Um, it was from um Eurovision. It was a big chart topper. Eurovision. Do you have the name of the song? David? I think it's it's called Toy, and I Toy. want to say it's by Netta. I could be making that up. <laughs> I know it's called Toy. Yes, it is called Toy. I remember Toy. Mm-hmm. But um, so Lulu was like, "I'll be honored to perform the song," and she performed the song. And I was like, "Maybe you should have got the winners to perform the song for the win. That probably would have been more interesting." I agree. Um, first of all, I th- I was worried. I thought they were going to be like, okay, sorry, Chloe. Guess what? You have to lip sync now. Um, oh, I would have, you know, I would do, I would do my computer. So I was watching on the computer. I would have threw it. Like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was. So um, this song was actually done in the first season of UK versus the world. And I was so into the song that I Shazammed it. And I like scrolled through my Shazam uh, list to see if I could find, I'm like, I know I Shazam the song at one point. And sure enough, it was there for March of 2022. Um, this song gives you so much room to do so many things and have so much fun. I was sitting there like, Oh, I would do this. Oh, I would do. 
da, da. Like, oh, I was dancing. I was like, this song is so good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And the energy just wasn't on there. Now I'm very nervous anytime she does have to lip sync for her life. Because <laughs> I honestly think Morphe could have beat her. <laughs> she probably could have. I was like, this is so bland and so flavorless. Like, this song is giving you stuff. Especially when they were like, baka, 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 da, baka, mm-hmm. baka. I was like, girl, this is the moment when you just let out and like give me. She did not, and she had all that fabric to work with and twirl with, and and she gave us nothing, girl. I was like, right. mm. I do want to address something with this song too. Um, I think Logan kind of mentioned this to us last because he knew what song was going to be performed for somehow. I don't know, um, but there's been a lot of backlash over this song being used because the artist is Israeli. Um, and is a Zionist and, uh, obviously there's, there's a war going on there. There's on it. It's let's call it what it is. There's a genocide going on right now. Um, it's, it's ugly. We hate seeing it, but I want the audience to remember because Lulu and the show is getting backlash for, for this song. Lulu, people are saying you should have declined the opportunity to do this song. But we have to remember when this was filmed. This was filmed six months ago. Right. This was before that was going on. Absolutely. There's no way that anybody would have known. Like, we knew that there was t- turmoil there. We wouldn't have been able to predict where it has gone Right. in this time. But Absolutely. all of that was after filming. So please do not give Lulu hate. Don't give the show hate. If you want to say any crit- criticism for the show, yeah, they could have probably just not aired this lip sync. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think Lulu would have been better off if they yeah. didn't. It would just yeah. this lip sync. Would have never known. But like, and we're gonna just leave it there. Right. Like it could have just been over. Yeah. But... Let's just think logically, is all I'm saying. Yes. And and even even if we do not like what's going on, let's let's call it what it is. The song's a bop. <laughs> I hate bop. saying it, but it's a bop. <laughs> Look, and there's so many people and artists out there that has done some very heinous things and things that we don't agree with, Mm -hmm. but we like their songs because they were songs before they were, they were bops before we realized and learned about the heinous things that they were doing. So it's kind of like, yeah, we can't just judge everything and be like, you shouldn't do this because now this person is this and that song is that does not negate how great that song is. And it doesn't negate the fact that when you heard it the first time, you was bopping with it. Mm-hmm. So when you hear it again, I get it. But yeah, no hate to Lulu. Yeah. What's she supposed to say? No. <laughs> and, and she ain't know this. She did. What if she's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> right. Don't worry about it. I'm good. Don't worry. We're just going to go. Like, they could have easily be like, okay, we'll just sashay away. Like, they could have easily sit her on the way. But. I don't know. I don't even remember what I hate. But now, let's talk about draft update. Dave. Yes. Okay. Now, let's talk about the draft update. And now, let's stall while I pull it up. Oh, I can already tell you kind of how it's going. Uh, yeah, because it's pretty clear. Still, I'm pretty sure I'm in the last of last. Yes. But it's so, fun. Lana had the first two people out. So, she's <laughs> holding on with just Chloe in the competition. Oh, um, I finally lost my first person. Morphe. So Logan's team is still fully intact. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am still trying to pull this up. Okay. So the points that I'm seeing right now is that Lana is in last place with 18 and a half points. 
And then I'm in second place with 30 and a half points. And then Logan is in the lead with 41 and a half points. I'm surprised it's that close, to be honest. I'm surprised I'm even, I'm I'm not surprised I'm not even in the 20s yet, while y'all are in the 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. So this is great. It's great. It's fine. We love it here. <laughs> Who knows? Chloe could dominate Snatch Game. That's next week. Snatch Game. Do I feel like Chloe's going to dominate Snatch Game? I don't think so. But I, yeah, I get nervous since she doesn't speak French. Absolutely. I mean, she does speak French. She does not speak French as well as everybody else. Right. And it's just a lot of translating and trying to make sure what she comes across is funny to other people. That's a lot. So I'm not not looking, thinking that Chloe's going to. I just want Ellie safe. I just want Chloe safe. That's yeah. all. I just need Chloe safe and hanging, hanging in there. She all I got. And I am rooting for Chloe. I, I got you, Chloe. Don't you even worry about it. I believe in you. Period. Mm-hmm. But, I'm uh, predicting Lavev is going to do well. I, so. I could see Star having a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I can see that. But we'll be here next week talking about it. We're going to be right back here, same time. Different panel, probably. Logan to be back, maybe. Maybe one of us will be gone. Who knows what's going to happen next week? We don't know. But um, we'll be back talking about episode five of Drag Race Belgique. And um, yeah. Do the things. Hit the buttons. Hit the subscribe button here at the Cup TV, at the Cup ESC. Subscribe to all of our channels. And let us know you appreciate what we are doing for you guys because we're doing it just for you to entertain you guys and give you all the information on all the things Drag Race, all the things reality, and all things your vision. I caught some people not subscribing. And you know what you look like? You look like that. Oh, mm, mm, you look like that. You look right. like that. You've been called. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. And I didn't put this banner up the whole time, but I'm going to put it up right now. And that's fine. Follow us on our socials at The Cup Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok because we have some funny moments and we put them out there. Something from this show, maybe. Who knows? Um, you can follow David and I. We're here. If you want to follow us on our Twitters, my Instagram's up here too, as Walter Side, right there. If you want to do that. And, um, if you scroll down a little lower, you can find your link for your cup merch, not limited to, but including our cup mug and, and all the other cup things that we have. So, um, yeah, we appreciate you. We thank you for watching. And we're going to get out of here. So, mm-hmm. cheers, y'all. Cheers. cheers. Illegal. Illegal. <laughs> Illegal. And... Deserve. 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 Deserve.